Hello, Emerging Writers. Welcome. We're so glad to have you join us on week two of quarantine, quote unquote. Yes. Quarantine Ad month. Advisory, stay inside, but no one is. Truth. I'm joined by my sister, Jordan. Hello. As always. Hello again. <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> Somehow, even though we've both been at home this whole last week, we actually haven't seen each other pretty much at all. True. I snuck upstairs to her house this morning and I was like, I missed you. <laughs> and then I kicked her out because we were going to run out of things to talk about here because we kept talking about things. Yeah. It really does work best for us to have something to talk about if we don't talk all week, which is ridiculous, but it is what it is. But we're both people that don't talk a whole lot, so we run out of things pretty quick. We do. And we devolve into silence and then go do our own thing sitting in the same room, and it's still quality time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's my favorite sort of time. Same. You know how nice it is to find someone you can do that with? Because my husband does not think that's a thing. If I'm not looking at him, even if he's on his phone, he's like, you're not hanging out with me? <laughs> I'm like, but I am, though. We're in the same room. See, I picked the better brother <laughs> because Michael and I will sit in like different parts of the upstairs because I've been playing on the PC and he's been playing on the PS4 because Persona 5 Royal came out. So we're in opposite rooms, but we can still see each other the whole time. And just very occasionally one of us will get up and like sit really close to the other person for like a few minutes and then go back to what <laughs> we were doing. Oh, that's great. We started playing Minecraft because the kids are finally old enough to play it. So we've been doing that. It's been pretty fun. Every time I build something awesome, the kids bust into it. Courtney filled my house with donkeys one day and there was like 30 donkeys in my house. <laughs> I was like, cool. And that was before I knew how to get them out. So I was really annoyed. Nick filled my house with water. And that was also before I knew how to get rid of the water. So I was freaking out. <laughs> he filled my castle with lava. That was lovely of him. Oh, and I got some uh, mushroom cow things. And then they made them have a whole bunch of babies. So then my pen was like crawling with them. And I was like, then you had to slaughter them. I did. And I felt so guilty. I felt like a jerk. It was so rude. You got to eat, Jordan. I'm playing on creator mode. So if I want food, I can just go into the menu. <laughs> I don't actually get hungry. Oh, <laughs> uh, I get bored so quickly playing on creative mode. I have fun because I just build stuff. I've built like three different houses now. I have to show you my new one. It's got a little uh, glass floor on the third level where I can look <laughs> down at my cow garden. <laughs> we'll have to play together. I can't play on creative mode, but you can just be the stay-at-home wife and I'll bring you resources. Yes. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, we have the meats. <laughs> I'll be your husband and I'll go out and, and I'll do the farming and the hunting. Yeah, I like it. Good. <laughs> can you play with more than one person on the game? Yeah. You can cool. play you can play with a lot of people on like servers and stuff. That's cool. My my brother-in-law Shane has his own server. You could play with Shane and his random strangers. Nah. Does that sound good to you? No. In fact, it does not. Does that sound good to you? Shane would probably come and put moose in my house or something. He probably would not. I would probably put moose in his house. Well, yeah. Yeah, you probably would. <laughs> I wasn't planning on listening to the next thing you said, so it caught me off guard. <laughs> and you were just like, oh, wait, that actually is true, though. <laughs> <laughs> I like how many times on this you've admitted you just tuned me out. 
<laughs> Look, if I could be described as anything, it would be straightforward. True. So I always know where I stand with you. So that's nice. I've gotten to appreciate that quality in you and my husband. So instead of hating us, gosh, instead of hating you because you're rude, <laughs> I'm like, well, if they actually ever hate me, they'll tell me and it'll be very clear. <laughs> I try my best to not be actively rude to people I like. Yeah. And to people I don't really know. Actually, to just most people. Unless I really don't like you. <laughs> uh, I understand that. But there's not very many people in the world, contrary to what might be assumed because of everything about me. Because of how you watch movies and read books. <laughs> how I speak, how I act. <laughs> There's very few people that I actually dislike. That's good. Same there, here. There's some people that I'm like, ah, you're not my favorite, and I don't think we would, like, connect, and I don't think we should hang out, but I don't necessarily dislike them, you hmm. know? Yeah. In order for me to dislike a person, they've had to do something very serious. They've probably had to do something to someone that I care about, and then I'm like, I hate you. You're like, I will never recover from this. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. But if you do something to me, I'll probably let it go pretty quickly. Same for probably too many chances. <laughs> yeah, that's like us dealing with great grandma who lives in the house. I don't care if she says rude stuff about me. Penny, my mother-in-law, doesn't care if she says rude stuff about her. But if she picks on anybody else, we're like, what did you say? <laughs> Has she said anything about me yet? You, let's see. No, she forgot what your name was, but she didn't say anything about you. It's weird because I'm white. Probably, but she's very nice to me, and she tells me how much she appreciates me, but then she's super mean to her actual kid and says awful things. And I'm like, maybe you should turn some of that niceness you give to me, someone who you inherently should have an issue with because you're a racist, um, on your children. <laughs> I don't understand he's, it. He's also the person that can handle someone being mean to him the least out of right? literally everyone in this house. Yeah. You're a close second, but, well, I don't know. I think you and Penny are tied for close second. Yeah. Depends what you're doing and what we're, mood we're in. Mm -hmm. So have you been writing much? A bit, yeah. I've written every day for three days. Me too. Now, we don't need to go into how much writing has been done those three days. Mm, not enough, but... Some. I am not even at a thousand words yet. Like, it has been a struggle for me. But I, I don't know. Working the whole day just makes it really hard. And then I've been really tired. Mm -hmm. So I haven't been getting up at five. And that's when I write the best is at like five in the morning. Which I know most people probably do not relate to that. <laughs> I've wanted to start getting myself up early. But since this whole not taking the kids to school. No. You've been getting up at like eight. What the heck? I got up at like 10 today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's happened multiple times. Um, <laughs> it's been ridiculous, but I was real tired. So we stay up late and get up late. So it's going to be the worst trying to get them back into an actual schedule after this. I know. Assuming they go back to school because there's talk that they may not. So I just may have them for until September. Are they really going to then also just have summer break? Because yeah. that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. To I begin mean. with, we don't even need two months off. We really don't need two months off after they've already had their break. Right? It's wild. 
I don't. The school's supposed to be lining out some stuff and sending home like Chromebooks with the kids so we can go pick them up and the kids can do assignments and assignment packets. So we'll see how it goes. This is going to be a very big uh, dropped ball situation, I can tell. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad my kids are relatively young still and Nick hasn't even started school. So it's not like he's going to have a huge miss out of information like I got with math switching around schools when I was in sixth grade and then um, after that not being able to do math well at all. <laughs> but it's definitely hard because I am not a motivator or a teacher type. So, And you're the one that's at home with the kids all day. Yeah. So we'll see what my kids know by the end of this. <laughs> I'm doing better about having them like cook with me and do projects and build things. So they'll at least do that. Even if they're not doing math, because I get can't. their creative outlet. Yeah, Courtney was trying to get me to help her do her math paper that she was supposed to do, and I was like, "Dude, this is literally second grade math, and I cannot tell you how to do it, partially because it's Common Core and I don't understand it." And oh yeah, because they changed how they teach it, and if you mm-hmm. if you solve it in the wrong way, they so count it as wrong. Yeah. I think that's so stupid because forcing kids to solve things the way that you want them to is preventing people from being able to learn in the way that works best for them. Because there isn't just one way to solve these. We know that because we were taught a different way than them and our parents were taught a different way from them. But all of us can still do division. Yeah. Yeah, having something be wrong because it doesn't fall into this standard of how you did it is ridiculous. And it's really weird and, like, I don't want to say counterintuitive, but it adds a lot of steps. I've heard a lot of people call it counterintuitive. I don't know that you would be wrong for saying it. You at least would be in common company. So so there's that. Ugh. Yeah. I've accidentally told her the wrong thing several times. And I'm like oh, you were actually supposed to do this weird thing that I've never seen and I don't understand how it works. Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She doesn't ask me anymore. (laughs) She asks Brandon. Hopefully he can figure it out. Yeah, not that he knows either. No. It's not like like they reteach us how to do mathematics in college, so we still solve things the old way. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, thanks. So all these people who know how to do this can't help their kids anymore. This is is cool. I love it. People with, like... (laughs) mathematics degrees they don't know the new way yeah because it's weird but whatever i'm just saying if you were going to change it anyway at least you could have looked to the countries who really have all of the education stuff in the bag like i don't know japan or china or something you know Mm -hmm. and maybe do it like them instead of some totally different way (laughs) right you know whatever whatever it's only It's only affecting our our entire next generation and, you know, beyond until we change it again, (laughs) as we inevitably always do. Yep. Education, am I right? (laughs) Great. I love it. It's so ridiculous. Actually, if it wouldn't put me into debt for the remainder of eternity, I would probably be a lifelong student in school instead of just the internet. But, you know, it's expensive. It is. (laughs) And we're not really rich so no it's crazy it'd be nice if there were less expensive ways to do things yeah so anyway how did we get here from writing i think i was just talking about what i've been doing every day ah i haven't been doing well writing the last couple months so i'm glad i've broken through that 
and have been successfully able to use mm-hmm. Camp NaNoWriMo as a way to get myself writing. I've really enjoyed, because we've got a group going on there, I've really enjoyed the people that have requested to be added to it. I put out a little thing on Twitter and on Tumblr. We've got a few really fun people we're in there talking to, so that's nice. Yeah. I love connecting with other writers and talking about stories. I think it's important to have that sort of group. I mean, I know we've talked about that kind of thing before, but Mm -hmm. it is. I stand by it. Yeah, it's great. Having other writer friends to talk to and, you know, just people who understand what you're doing. It's a big deal because I can't really talk to my husband about writing much because he just doesn't have the same love of stories or knowledge of how to craft them and how to make it work for what you want. So he'll sometimes come up with, you know, good ideas, but I have to have reasons behind my ideas and it can't just be a, oh, this is cool. Let's do it. I have to have, you know a process of how it got to that point. And a lot of times Mm -hmm. his are just kind of off the wall ideas. So it's nice talking to people who do write and understand how forming a story works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, because Michael and also my best friend CJ, because neither of them actively write, they have no confidence in their own potential ideas. They're like, I don't know anything. I'm like, okay, well you First of all, you can still tell if something sounds good or not. Yeah. And then, like, you can still hear something and then it sparks something, right? It'll make you think of something, right? Brandon's the same way. When I tried to get him to come in for our first audiobook episode, he was like, no, I don't write. And I'm like, but you've listened to some audiobooks. And then we had a, like, 20-minute conversation about them. I'm like, see, you easily could have come to talk to us, but they have, like, no confidence on advising us in our podcast or on our stories, really. So let this be a life lesson. Um, Everybody can be creative, Mm -hmm. even if you don't feel like you can be. Creativity is more than being able to paint or, I guess, write in this case. And Mm -hmm. also, those are things that you can just practice at. And one of the best ways to practice writing is by reading. Yep. And then just writing. And it's probably going to suck, but that's okay. Yeah. Because you just keep doing it. And then you probably won't think creatively unless you actively work on thinking that way. Like, you have to try and look at things in multiple ways. Yeah. Like, they're all skills that you can work on. It's not just innate. Some people maybe are wired in ways that make it easier for them when they start out. But everyone can. That's so true. A lot of people have sort of stiff views on what creativity is and what creative people are, but there are so many different facets of it. I like when people can think outside the box and explore what makes them a creative person because it's there for literally everyone in some way, shape, or form. Like some people are idea generators. Some people are good at pointing out potential flaws, drawbacks, um, like consequences. Like, There's a lot of different aspects to the whole creative process that people excel at or aren't as great at. And everyone kind of gets stuck on the idea generation part as the only thing in creativity. Yeah. Like, I have a really hard time thinking of, like, tension things to add into my stories. Like, making bad things happen is really difficult for me to do to my characters. But you think of things and Brandon thinks of things that... I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess something should be happening to cause some sort of 
negative pull on the story to make things go somewhere. <laughs> I am really good at like taking an idea and pulling out all of the possible plot holes that are in there and like where the weak points are, um, if something doesn't feel like there's super strong motivation, which is great when you're in an editing process, probably working for someone else. But when I'm trying to come up with my own ideas and I'm instantly like, but this isn't good enough because this, this, and this. And then I have to think of like the thing to fix that before I can even move on. It makes it really hard. <laughs> yeah. A lot of times I can just write willy-nilly and I'll kind of just be like, I'll fix that later. It's okay. Yeah, I can't do that. That's why it's so hard for me to tell if an idea I have is even good because I can already like see the weak points in it. Yeah. So I need people to bounce off of to help me kind of build confidence that an idea even sounds interesting for other people. So if anyone needs the sort of buddy that I am <laughs> and you're who I need, feel free to reach out because I am still searching. Yep. Because Jordan is great, but also she doesn't read the sort of things that I write. Nope. So <laughs> she's not actually interested in my ideas. Unfortunately. Which is hopefully surprising no one. Mm -hmm. Like high fantasy type stuff with action and like romance on the side, but not a focal point usually. But no, 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 still no. like integral in the story. Yeah. If I'm going to Definitely read slower burns. <laughs> Ugh, no. I have no patience for that. I have to have my relationships develop organically, and I have yet to start a story where characters know each other already, so they have to build to that point. <laughs> yeah, if I'm going to read a fantasy, it's definitely going to be an urban fantasy. That's a lot more my speed. Mm -hmm. I've read several this week already, actually. I've played Dragon Age and worked, and then tried really hard to write, like, 50 words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes it's just not there, and... It's more than I've written in the last, like, two months. Yeah. So. <laughs> as long as you're doing something, that's what I figure. That's what I kind of like about NaNoWriMo. You know, you're supposed to just write. And don't worry about if it's good. Just keep writing and keep putting those words down on the page and you can edit it later. And it really helps me remember to do that because that's kind of a hard thing for me to instinctively do. Mm -hmm. So I always take it as a, all right, I'm just going to write and I can pick through this later, but once the words are on the page, they're at least there and they're shapeable. Yep. That's a hard thing to remember when you're writing, not getting bogged down by the monotony and the stress of, is this good? Is this going where I want? You can't edit a blank page. True. You really can't. You can't do anything with it. So. Also, a blank page is more intimidating than one with words, so if you just sort of vomit a little bit. <laughs> mm -hmm. But anyway, I think... I think we should wrap up for today, probably. If you guys are interested in joining our little cabin on the NaNoWriMo website, feel free to message us. They can message us there, can't they? On the actual website? Maybe. I'm not sure. It might be easier for you to contact us on Twitter or Facebook since we are pretty active on those. Or Tumblr. I get alerts for that. That's what I meant. I meant Tumblr. Yes. Twitter also works, though. Twitter or Tumblr. <laughs> I've been checking lately. So if you'd like to join us, it doesn't matter that we're a few days in, you know? Yeah, you can start at any time. It's not like you'll be behind. I mean, if you write a thousand words in one day, you're already ahead of me. So, <laughs> so <Yeah>. there's that. <laughs> and the nice thing about Camp NaNoWriMo is you can set whatever goal you want. Mm -hmm. So if you're just working on a short little thing, 
you can set a low goal and complete your goal. So Yeah. Also, I think you mentioned last week um, that the April NaNoWriMo is exclusive to the cabins. I think there's some in, yeah. in summer, but not for the November. Yeah, November doesn't have the writing group cabin thing. So feel, oh. feel free to join us and experience that and have some people encouraging you and there to help you work through if you get stuck on an idea or, or need help with anything. Yeah, whether you're writing a book or a fanfic, we've got both types of authors in the group. So Or a poem or two. Yeah. Flash fiction. It's whatever. You can do whatever, whatever you, you want. want. Yep. You can do a couple of things as long yeah. as you're writing. Just write. Because we might as well be since we're stuck at home anyway. Yep. Also, it might just be a good place for you to kind of distract yourself from everything that's going on. If it's stressing you out, you can surround yourself with people who, who are positive and doing something to kind of take them away from reality. So, you Truth. know, whatever you need it for. Yep. Even if you're not writing and you just want to come be in the group, go ahead. Yeah. We've got space for you. Yeah. First come, first serve, but we still got plenty of room. I upped the uh, limit to 20, so... Well, there you go. We can have plenty more people join us. We've got like six. So yeah. so hit us up on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and uh, we'll see you guys hopefully soon, but definitely next week. Yep. 